Welcome. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we're glad you could be here today for the family. My name is Ken Whitney, and I'm the pastor here at Reformation Lutheran Church. And on behalf of our congregation, I want to extend to you all our deepest sympathies and prayers as you mourn the loss of Wayne. I also want to say on behalf of the family that uh, you who are here, uh, just to offer a, a thank you for that. Whether you know it or not, you're all ministers. You're all helpers. You're all encouragers. And by you being here and being available in the days and weeks and years to come to share memories, happy memories of Wayne and the Levine family, you are helping to heal. So there you go. You haven't been here and heard me talk more in two minutes. I gave you a job. But it's true. And thank you for that. We are truly able to heal when we are surrounded by love and the support of friends and family. That's been tested and proven in, in, in my life, in your life, and probably in all of your lives too. It's a, it's a wonderful privilege to come alongside those we love and to encourage, to pray for, to whisper, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So why don't we take a moment right now and stand, and we will open in accordance to the bulletin here. Blessed be to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the source of all mercy and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all of our sorrows so that we can comfort others in their sorrows with the consolation we ourselves have received from God. Thanks be to God. Now, when we were baptized in Christ Jesus, and little Ella was baptized, I was there, baby girl. Good job, I hear you. We love the sound of babies at this church. That is beautiful music, you know. And mine are all grown up, so it's even better. But let's get on to this. When we were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death. And we were buried, therefore, with him by a baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Let us now sing the old rugged cross.
O God of grace and glory, we remember before you today our brother Wayne. We thank you for giving him to us to know and to love as a companion in our pilgrimage here on earth. In your boundless compassion, console us who mourn. Give us your aid so that we may see in death the gate to eternal life, that we may continue our course on earth in confidence until by your call we are reunited with those who have gone before us. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Good afternoon. That was beautiful, Leah. Um, the first reading today is Psalm 23 and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 862. It's Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The second reading is from Romans chapter 6 verses 3 through verse 5, and it can be found in the Pew in the Bible on page 1754. And Romans 6, 3 through 5 reads, Or don't you know that all of us who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may have life, a new life. For if we have been united with him in death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like this. Amen. 
Will you please stand? Our gospel message comes from St. John, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. And I don't know what page it is on the Bible, but I'm pretty sure you all have heard it before. So this is what John records. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17, for God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to you. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I, uh, I got some, some input regarding Wayne and some of the things, uh, stories that I uh, wanted or was wanted to be told. And, and I know at the Elks Lodge uh, that there will be a lot of wonderful remembrances there, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I was given a story about Wayne and um, his early uh, beginnings with the church. And if you notice today... Twice we, we spoke of baptism. It's, it's an important thing. And uh, I heard a story that by the time Wayne was 13, that he'd been baptized three times. Is at least. Is that right? And his favorite one was the one at the Baptist church because it had a deep end. Right? <laughs> Well, it is, it is true, and, we, and we'll unpack that a little bit, but we believe, as uh, it is written, that when we are baptized, and regardless of how much water there is, um, we believe that we do. The old man goes down under the water. The old person is drowned in a death like Christ. And some of you are going, oh my gosh, he's playing in the baptismal font. Can he do that? Yes, I can, because I'm kind of a big deal here. <laughs> but you can too. And I invite you, when you come back, we're to remember our baptism every day. So you might have seen me when I came up, I did this. I walk wet, and you walk wet too. If you've been baptized, it's not a one and done, and it's not a three and done, although it sounds like fun to me. I mean, we could re rededicate ourselves every weekend. That'd be fine. We're called to remember our baptism every day. Why? Because we died a death like Christ. The old person is gone. And then we come out of the water and we, we enjoy a resurrection like his, life everlasting. We just got done talking about that. That resurrection thing just happened, didn't it? Call it Easter. I tell a story about uh, the first words of Jesus when he came out of the tomb. Some of you heard it. Some of you haven't. Some of you might be offended, but I'm going to do it anyway. What were the first words of Jesus when he came out of the tomb? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Ta-da! No, he didn't say that. But he, out of the tomb, he came out and he says, out of a tomb, a place of death, he says, I have new life for you. That's good news. That's the gospel. And that's what we're celebrating today. Yes, we miss our beloved. But you know what? Just like the Reverend Billy Graham just said, he goes, when I'm gone and you hear I'm gone, I'm not gone, I just changed my address. Wayne's changed his address, and we're going to miss him. But one day, for those that believe, we're going to be seeing him again, face-to-face. -face. Not only face-to-face -face with Wayne, but face-to-face -face with Jesus the Christ. That's going to be a good day. i got one other thing I tell people this. 
when we get to heaven, ain't going to be one of us that'll look in and go, I thought it'd be a lot nicer. (laughs) Not going to happen. It's going to be perfect. And we're waiting to be able to say to you, hey, don't worry about me. He would. He'd say, wow. Take your time because God's got his plan for you and his time's not your time. But I'm telling you guys, I'll see you when you get here. And it'll be like as in the morning. That's a promise. That's a fact. How do you know that? Because Jesus Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. He has risen. He was killed. People saw him get killed on that Good Friday. Good Friday. Does anyone know why they call it Good Friday? It was the day that they pinned him to that cross. Nails in his hands. Nails through his feet. What's good about that? I'll sum it up with this because I'm a simple kind of guy. Not a... Not a real complicated guy, as you can already tell, but here's the deal. You remember B.C., the comic, little cave guys? Well, one B.C., and he's the contemplative one, he's sitting on a hillside, he's watching the sunset, and he goes, I hate that they call this Good Friday. And his buddy says, well, why? And he says, well, this is the day that they hung my Savior from a tree. His friend says, well, let me ask you this. How would you feel if you had an appointment to be hung by a tree and Jesus stood in there for you and said, I got this? How would that make you feel? His friend said, good. Have a nice day. That's how we know that he was there. And not only did he resurrect, not only did his body is not in a tomb or in the ground anywhere, he appeared first to the 12 and then to as many as 500 people at one time. Now the world says, oh my goodness, you really believe that? You might be mentally ill. To the world, that is foolishness. But to those who believe, that is good. That is full of hope. For God so loved the world. Really? Why? How do you know that? Well, he gave his only son. Well, why would he do that? Because anyone who believed in him would not perish The love that God has for us is called agape love. That's a love that is all-consuming, put upon an object of love that is unworthy. But nonetheless, this love is all in. All those chips are in there. God puts on you and on me. He's always providing, always working for the good of that object. That object is you and me. Why would he do that? I mean, God is a God that knows what's happening tomorrow and the next day and every day, and he knows whether or not we're going to fail or triumph. Let me ask you this. If you had tomorrow's paper today, and you let's just say it had like the racetrack results, (laughs) would you bet on a losing horse? Don't answer that. That's not appropriate church talk. The fact is, you would bet on the weather if you were betters. You know, you're, here, I'll bet for you. Yeah, we're going to bet on the, we're going to really go for it, right? Well, God doesn't pick us that way. He doesn't pick the particularly lovely, the particularly nice. He picked you. He loves you. And he loves Wayne. And Wayne knew that. Well, he got baptized enough times, but he knew that. His hope is in Christ. His hope wasn't in anything man-made, and he made that abundantly clear. Our friends here at the church that were with him, taking communion to him, talking to him about what it means to be saved, what it means to take holy communion, what it means to be baptized. We ain't got it. Wayne's home. 
And Wayne and Bonnie and this entire family are leaving their mark on the world through faith. Girls, we went through confirmation class together, didn't we? They get it. Ella? She's she's being quiet. Okay. She sings to me, and I love it. She's been baptized. She's a baptized believer. She's in. She's in. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that those who should believe should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave you a gift. At my house, my mom didn't tell us what was for dinner. Maybe some of you had the same thing. It, well, actually, she did. She says, take it or leave it. That's what we're serving. And you know what? That's how God serves us up his son. Take it or leave it. Oh, man, he wants you to take it. But he's not going to make you. That's not the way that it works. It's for whosoever, of course, and you guys are whosoever's. Do you believe? Do you want to argue with me later? I will. I mean, I don't want to argue with you, but I'd love to listen to if any of you have a problem with anything. You know, if I don't know the answer, I won't make it up. I'll go find the answer for you. But it's, it's historical fact. Not a book of stories. The Bible's not a book of stories. It's a book of historical facts. All proven. How? Archaeologists, uh, other corroborating witnesses, other non-Christian writers. If we were to take a look at the manuscripts that we have in the Old Testament alone, it would go somewhere like 20 miles up into the air. That is just documents that support what we have in the Bible today. Some people say, well, it's just a book made up by men. I haven't read a book yet that wasn't written by a man or a woman, have you? It's historical fact. And the more, the longer we're here, the more the evidence points to a case for Christ that he is really here. The other part of it is faith. Wayne had a faith. And faith isn't something that I exercise, do push-ups on. Faith is a gift so that no man may boast. Brian, you got some good-looking faith going on there, buddy. Now, it doesn't happen that way, does it? No, that's not the way it is, huh? It's just not that way. Faith is a gift, and it comes from hearing the word. Wayne had that gift. Wayne had faith. No doubt about it. All right, Pastor, wrap it up. We will. Wayne is saved. And if you don't believe it, perhaps... Some of you have been hurt by a church or churchy people. I think there's uh, no bigger detriment to Christ and people following Christ than some of his followers. Terrible things have been done and, and said, well, if that's the way that the church is, I don't want anything to do with it. If that's ever happened to you, I'd like to personally apologize because that's not the way it's meant to be. But I take comfort and you should too. Jesus said, follow me. Not my people. Not my pastors. Follow me. And here's the other part of it. That even though there's bad behaving Christians Cutting you off on the 405 with a fish sticker on that says, Jesus saves, right? Right? That's why I don't have a Jesus fish sticker on my car. (laughs) But even though that that does happen, even though some of the king's kids, and that's what baptized believers are, we are the king's kids. Even though we don't act like it, the message is still good. Jesus is still good. The cross is still good. Your baptism is still good. Even when I'm not or you're not. And let me tell you, I know how the end of the story goes. It's in the last page of the Bible. We win. We win. And at the end time, when it's time for us to go home, 
you win. So until that time, do not let your hearts be troubled. But in everything, run to that cross to Jesus. Run to God because he loves you. And he proved it with his son. In the name of Jesus, amen. Will you please stand? Let us now confess our faith to the words of the Apostles' Creed. God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ, living together in trust and hope. We confess our faith. I believe, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. And on the third day, he ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. Let us now pray for people in accordance to their needs. Holy Father, we come to you, children, lost, in need of a Savior, which you've provided. And Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son. Lord Jesus, we thank you for taking the sin of the world upon yourself, that through your pierced hands we were reconciled to the Father. By your stripes we are healed, and we thank you for this. Lord, in our mercy, hear our prayers. Abba, Father, at this time, these tender times, we do grieve. And we know, Father, that you grieve as well because death was not part of your original plan and that death was brought into this world by the sin of men of which we are all attached to. But gracious Father, you made provision. You made the way for us to be reconciled. You are a just God and a merciful God and a God that is always with us. Lord, in your mercy, 
great comforter, Father. We are invited to call you Abba, which is Daddy. Daddy, we come to you right now, and we ask for your healing to be upon the Levine family and all families that are suffering right now. We pray that you would replace the sorrow with a hope and a peace that surpasses understanding and can only be found through the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we pray that your word, as you promised, does not return empty and that the word that was spoken today and the words of encouragement will be spoken later on today will take plant and that will give rest, give joy, give direction. Father, we ask for you to help us, not only in our times of belief, but Daddy, help us in the times of our unbelief. We ask this in Jesus' most holy, precious, and healing name, a name above all names, a name above death, And all God's children said, amen. Let us now pray the perfect prayer that Jesus gave to us, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And finally, into your hands, O merciful Savior, we commend your servant, Wayne. Acknowledge, we humbly beseech you, a sheep of your own field, a lamb of your own flock, a sinner of your own redeeming. Receive him into the arms of your mercy, into the blessed rest of everlasting peace, and into the glorious company of the saints in light. Amen. Let us now go forth in peace. In the name of Christ, amen.